0: this might be the only podcast you listen to this week that's not about the u.s election but it is about the pandemic and how europe is now reimposing restrictions on people and commerce because of the resurgence in covid19 in this edition of fintech friday lockdown 2.0 European digital commerce navigates the new pandemic. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on November 6th, and this is FinTech Friday, brought to you by Cardlinks. It's great to be with you. The United Kingdom, France, Germany, and Italy have all reimposed COVID-19 restrictions in the last week. Retail businesses, especially restaurants and bars, have been shut down for a second time as the stubborn pandemic has made a comeback after initial measures earlier this year had muted its growth. New cases of COVID are climbing at an alarming 175,000 new cases a day in Europe. How European businesses handle this new wave will spell the difference between a bad year and a disastrous year. The resurgence is coming at a really bad time for merchants. It's the holiday season, and it's when many merchants make a much larger proportion of their annual sales. So there's a lot at stake. It's not just the toll on human lives, and that is clearly the most important issue, but it is also about the toll on businesses, jobs, and the economy. Now, there are some rays of sunshine as merchants and banks increasingly turn to new and innovative forms of digital commerce to navigate the new wave of the pandemic on the European continent. Today on the show, we speak with Gilles Nectou, the CEO and founder of French card-linked offer company Plebicom. We learn how card-linked offers are becoming mainstream for large French banks and how merchants are using the CLO technology to entice pandemic stress consumers to keep buying during lockdown 2.0 good morning Gilles. how are you yes fine and you i'm doing great i believe you are in paris and welcome back to the fintech friday podcast
1: yes I, i am in my apartment you know because we are locked down now so I'm not in my office. I I have to be in my apartment and all all my staff is also working from from their house or their apartment.
0: Now, Plebicom is a big player in card-linked offers in France and around the world. And you've been helping many of the French banks help merchants drive more sales. Recently, there have been a number of big banks that have actually launched card-linked offer programs, including LCL, La Banque Postale, how are these programs doing? And are merchants that are in trouble, are they starting to use card linking more because of this wider distribution of offers and wider ability to reach consumers through the banking channel, either online or through mobile apps?
1: Yes, yeah, there is some banks like LCL. Was a, LCL was the first bank to launch with the CLO platform in France. And they have made a very interesting move to build a new CLO platform only for SMEs like restaurant, hairdressers, and it's interesting experience. We are working also with, you know, in France, Société Generale, which is one of the top five banks, and we provide for them uh, a lot of offers for in-store retailers. They are doing very well. And, you know, these kind of banks, uh, they, they can help us to convince big retailers to use this, uh, this channel in order to, to increase their sales. Because uh, most of the banks, they can uh, analyze the transactions, so it's easy to make some very strong targeting. So for the big retailers, they are interested by that for targeting and also for big reach of consumer. Because right now, we have, a, we have built a network with all these banks of more than 12 million uh, members. So for big resellers, it, it's begun to be significant. The other thing, they, there is a lot of uh, fintech companies. Most of them, they are very interested by cashback offers because it's big values for them. So... We are working with uh, most of them, uh, well, and that's, that's very interesting also because it's very easy for them to to make targeting. They have a lot of
0: users. So I'm very optimistic for, for the CELO or b- business for the future. It sounds like it's a very challenging market environment, but this new distribution channel is very attractive for a number of the big banks. You mentioned a number of them, including Société Générale, LCL, like Banco Style is another one that's launched CLO. So it's a pretty broad audience now of consumers that can be reached by this. A question about e-commerce. One of the things that we're seeing in markets like the US, Canada, South Korea, Japan, we're seeing a lot of the card-linked offers moving to driving e-commerce online purchases rather than traditionally what we've seen, which is using CLO to drive in-store purchases. Are you seeing some of that shift as well, merchants wanting to use CLO in France to drive e-commerce instead of in-store?
1: It depends of if the merchants, if they are already an affiliate program, if they have already some affiliation platform, if they don't have anything like that, they are very interested to, to use CLO in order to generate sales for the online merchant. But if already they, they use some affiliation network, the problem that we have is how we do the duplications, how we make the attributions of the sales. It's not easy to convince them to use CLO because they are afraid to pay several times the commissions for one purchase because uh, it, it could happen if there is no, no deduplication of the commissions. But some of them, well, begin to be interesting, especially for targeted campaign, because this channel, especially we, if, when we work with big banks, they are ready to target only new customers. So even for online merchants, they are interested by this kind of campaign. So, but some of them, I, let's say maybe 10% of online merchants are ready to to use CLO channel in order to generate purchases. I don't know in US what is the percentage of merchants using the CLO or CLO or channel.
0: Well, that's one of the things that we published recently in our 2020 annual study, and we've seen a very significant shift. About last year, about 34% of merchants had five percent or more of their marketing budget dedicated to card-linked offers. 2020, that number jumped to 64%. So most merchants adding a significant amount of their marketing budget and directing it to card-linked offers. But even more interesting, when we, our study asked market participants which is the best merchant category for card-linked offers, number one was restaurants, and that's been the case for quite some time. But number three was actually e-commerce merchants, and that's the first time this year in 2020 that e-commerce merchants have been one of the top three Merchant categories. So that's a new change, and we're seeing a significant movement towards e commerce for card linked offers, which is a good development. And it sounds like the same thing is happening in France, but it's a little bit earlier stage than maybe what we're seeing in other larger markets in North America and Asia. I'm actually in the office today. Things here in San Francisco and the California area are doing a little bit better in terms of the pandemic. The situation, though, in Europe, and in France particularly, as you point out, has changed quite a bit and new restrictions are in place. Can you tell me a little bit about what's happening right now on the ground and what has changed and some of the new restrictions? Yes. Well, it's the second uh,
1: lockdown. It means that all the retailers they are, they are locked. So there is no more way to, to make the in-store purchase only uh, for food. So that's that's a big problem because we were very excited to see in July and August strong recovery of the economy in Europe, and uh, that was very great, especially for the travel sector, you know, in September and October. But now I think it will be very difficult for the travel. It will be very difficult for the restaurant and, uh, and most of the retailers. Uh, they will have very, very big problems. We have uh, something like 30 or 40% of decreasing of the average basket, even for online purchases. It means that people are very afraid of everything and so they stop consuming even in this period of pre-Christmas purchases.
0: So it's quite a big problem, I think. Yeah. So it's been a very significant change. I think every country, every major economy had hoped that by now we would have been in a position not to have to reimpose restrictions. But it's happening, in fact, in France and Germany and in Italy, three of the largest economies in Europe, Can you tell me whether any of the merchants that you serve, whether they maybe learned any lessons from the last lockdown, and are they now implementing some of these new lessons in this second lockdown phase? Yes, uh, maybe... uh for the biggest one
1: right now, they know how to make some click-and-collect offers and uh, also to be stronger for the e-commerce. And also for online, for example, for booking, when we can see now our Kaipia, there's that booking decrease of nearly 50% compared to last year. But some of the big merchants, they are now organized to do better e-commerce. They invest a lot in e-commerce platform. We can see, for example, Zaha, that uh, has closed nearly 20% of their shops. But in the same time, they have uh, invested something like two billions uh, euro for the e-commerce platform. So, there is a big shift in the traffic in the shop compared to traffic to the online version.
0: The picture you're painting is one of really widespread challenges for retailers, not just in France but really across Europe. What about European consumers? It sounds in some ways that European consumers are impacted by fear and low consumer confidence about the future. What do you expect for the upcoming holiday spending season in terms of consumer shopping and consumer spending? Yes, I think there is two things very different.
1: The first one is that what we observe is all around Europe is that even after the end of the first lockdown, the consumers didn't really come back in the shops like before. In the same time, they are afraid of everything. So they, they don't purchase a lot online also. So for the online businesses, it is better, but it is not as better as we, we can expect, you know. But what we see, I think maybe for the Christmas purchases, by the end of this week or, or next week, maybe we will have a very big increase of online purchases because most of the people will want to buy right now to, to be sure to get the gift and their things like that. Sounds like
0: a very volatile situation. It's very difficult to forecast. Now, one of the areas where France is quite unique, France and Paris, where you are today, is one of the world's top tourist destinations. In fact, for most of the past decade, every single year, Paris is the number one place that tourists visit from around the world. What is happening right now? Are there any tourists starting to return to Paris? And if not, when do you expect that to actually come back? Because that's a big driver of card spending.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's very difficult to, to say. Huh? When I discuss with my friends, when they have restaurants, they told me, well, 50% of our business normally is done with tourists. And so they say, well, we have lost nearly 50% of our business because there is no tourist here in Paris. So when they will come back, I don't know. If we find a vaccine very quickly, it could be a quick solution to come back to a
0: normal situation. Definitely on the tourism side as well, a really significant decline in in visits. Gilles, I want to thank you for the time today. As always, your insights were great, and we appreciate having you back on the show today. It sounds like things are a bit challenging right now in the French and European markets, but you're very optimistic about a turnaround, maybe even in this holiday season, if not in 2021. But thank you so much for being on the show today, Gilles. Okay, thank you, Steve. Thank you. That's Gilles Nectou, the CEO and founder of Plebicom, speaking to us from Paris, France. Coming right up, some closing thoughts on Europe's second lockdown. This new wave of the pandemic is a very real warning to the rest of the world to proceed with caution. Until there's a vaccine, Every region is at risk of backsliding in the same way that Europe has. It's really hard to find a positive spin on the European situation. But banks and merchants are indeed finding new ways to trade and to drive commerce despite the significant challenges. Yet amidst all of the fields of human industry that have been shuttered anew, one field has not been subject to closures. And that field is European schools and academic institutions. Unlike the U.S., Europe has prioritized its schools as being truly essential. Now, in the long term, continued education right through the pandemic, including continued technology education, may prove to be a competitive advantage for Europe. And perhaps that will be the silver lining for European digital commerce. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.